And welcome to Online Seller UK podcast. My name is Pravat, founder of Online Seller UK and your host for today. And we've been doing this sort of series of podcasts to help you connect with uh, different suppliers and industry leaders. And today I've got Nick, uh, who is a partnership manager at Holotax and founder of Extreme Power Bands. So um, we'll be talking about uh, expansion through partnerships in e-commerce space. Nick, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Ravel. Thank you for having me for the second time. You know, three is my favorite number, so we should have three in one year. But th- 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 thanks for having me again. Excellent, Nick. So no, you've been you've been a partner for us for some time, and you've you've helped us in a lot of ways. Uh, so I do appreciate all things you've done for us. So um, today, you uh, we, we are going to talk about expansion. So before we talk on that, so Nick, it's good for for us to hear about what you do. Uh, as a business and introduce yourself. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll okay. let you do it. Sure, sure. So, I mean, uh, like Prabhat said, I'm Nick Penef. I'm the f- founder of Extreme Power Brands, which is a partnership with a service agency. And I also run the partnerships for Tax, which is my first client, my first partner. And they're the company who gave me the idea to do the partnership agency. So the long story short is I used to be an e-commerce saver for 10 years. I was selling private label uh, supplements uh, across Europe for 10 years, and I sold my business uh, two years ago. And when I sold my business, I was a client of Tax, So I was doing the VAT compliance for them. And long story short, the founders are ex are friends of mine. They're ex-Amazon sellers. And they told me, Nick, you've been building partnerships uh, and uh, affiliate networks for your own brands. Can you do that for Tax since you, you're selling your company? He said, okay, man, that, that's a great idea. I did that for Tax, and I started doing that for them. And then I have this approach. You now, if I meet somebody, a company, a partner, anyone, if we cannot help them out with, let's say, the VT, which was which is what Tax provides for e-commerce sellers, I must have a partner who can help with the rest. And I said, okay, I'm going to build a partner network. I'm going to connect people. So when you come to me, you will be covered with everything that you might need. And not only Europe, but globally. And I started doing that and I started connecting people like that. And then a few of my partners told me, okay, Nick, can you do what you're doing for, for health tax for us? And I said, you know what? You guys just gave me an idea. And I said, I'm, I'm going to set up a partnership agency. So... The commercial part of my business is I connect uh, companies in the space and companies who are clients, I teach them and advise them how to work with partners because meeting people doesn't guarantee anything. You need to work with those guys. So we have SOPs, templates, how to follow up with partners, how to create action plans, how to do uh, webinars, how to do email swaps, how to do social swaps, how to do cross-selling simply how to make money from partnership as simple as that and, and that's what we do right now and Helotax since they're my first client partner we help companies to expand in Europe and of course we have partners who help for everything because Helotax just covers VAT and I think that, that's the quickest introduction that they can do for me <laughs> at least for the last two of years. Yeah, excellent. So the topic for today, as we were talking uh, earlier, is expansion through partnerships in e-commerce space. So, so do you want to uh, talk about, you know, for, for brands and companies, um, what sort of partnership that can be there? Okay, I'll, I'll give an exact example. Now, let's say, you know, any company 
who would like to expand to any market. And let's take Europe as an example. They need to cover five or six so-called blockers before, before they start selling their... The first and the most important is uh, compliance. Some companies, some brands, they need to comply with some like uh, legislations or stuff like that, like plus, the plastic so-called wall in France and Germany. So you need to check on that. If you don't do that, you might get suspended, you might have issues. So you need to have a compliance partner. So we have few of those who can help with that in Europe and globally. The second thing is VAT in Europe, sales tax in the USA. So if you don't have a VAT, provider, you know, Amazon is not going to let you sell. You can try that on Shopify, but you know, if you get in trouble, you know, you get penalized and you need to beg it in, so don't try that. I mean, so we need to check if you need compliance. You need to check if you need, you need to register the VAT. You can do on one or multiple markets based on what you're doing, but just make, keep it simple, you know, to sell in Europe, you just need one VAT, either in the UK or in Germany, that's it. And you can start selling to the whole European Union. Uh, the third one, which is important, of course, is customs, you know. Because you need, if you're a non-EU company, you need to import your goods to Europe. So you need a customs partner. So we have that as well. Then, of course, you need to you have you need a logistics partner. If you're not using Amazon FBA, you need a free PO who can actually fulfill your order. So we have those as well. And the last but not the least, and actually this is probably one of the most important things that people are not doing right, is translation and localization. And because now I'll give an example, like in the UK, you guys say training. In the USA, they, they, they say practice. So if you are selling like a product and you say you write training and they're listing in, in the USA, no people are talking, I mean, who are these guys? They're British. I'm not going to buy their product and vice versa, you know. And this is even for English speakers, you know, there's always vocalization, there's always specifics, you know, and you need that. So just to summarize, like product compliance, you might not need that, but you must check that. A VAT or sales tax for the USA, then customs and logistics partners, and the last is translations because and these are the five things that you need to do right before you start doing with the PPC and all the other stuff to actually grow your brand. But these are very important because if you don't do your translation properly, you might have the best product, the best price. Germans are not going to buy that, you know, if it's not done their way in many other markets. And I, I'm sure you know that, but this is. This, I'm mentioning that because even Amazon, when they started Amazon Sweden last year, they used some translation to build by Amazon. And it was nightmare, you know. All the Swedish guys were saying, okay, what is this? I mean, this word is not right. This is not right. So even Amazon makes such mistakes. So don't do like Amazon in Sweden. Find the localized, you know, translation agency. And there is plenty. There aren't plenty, but there are actually few. And I know a few of them which are good. And this is all they do for e-commerce companies. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, you know, you've rightly said, uh, finding that partner for each of the steps, uh, like you said, mm -hmm. about compliance and VAT is important. So um, they all come with a cost. Um, they co all come with a cost mm -hmm. uh, to some extent, uh, but also um, funding is another aspect uh, of growing the brand. So in terms of uh, funding side, um, where do we actually see company funding uh, all the expansion? Is it, is it from the existing sales in the market or is there any other ways of increasing the funding to expand? Uh, what's your thought? Yeah, yeah, funding is good, but you know, before you actually do the first five steps that I mentioned, 
you don't need funding because obviously the funding guys are not going to provide you funding if you're if you don't have a like a certain history mm -hmm. and you know there's like asset-based funding there is like funding based on your revenue they're actually funding who don't actually actually get anything back unless you're profitable but all these guys have one thing in common you know whenever they provide you funding they check your history yeah and obviously not because they would like to to to, if they provide you funding, they expect to make some money back on that. And obviously, if you're not, if you have not been set up properly, you know, it's less likely that they're going to provide you funding. And I know that because I spoke with one of these funding partners this weekend. They told me, you know, we used to give out funding to obviously almost entry-level sellers. Right now, we, we've actually increased the, I think it was like a minimum of like 10K revenue mm -hmm. per month that they need because obviously no, they need to justify the investment but this is very important especially when you're growing these bonds but i think funding is more important for companies who are already established in one market let's say the usa mm -hmm. europe or let's say one market in europe and then they start expanding to other markets because in this case they can easily get funding because they have a history and they can use the funding to obviously buy more stock because they would need that since you're expanding to new market and fund the rest of the expenses that they have, you know, for let's say setting up like VAT in multiple markets, setting up like another provider or whatever. But that that definitely helps. But first, like I said, you know, don't just start with the funding, you know, because many of these companies are not gonna provide it right away. Of course, and and you rightly trust based on getting some sort of level of sales in the home market so so be you are in the us so be in the uk or so so be in the specific european destination so do you think then um some sellers are trying to expand or testing the expansion a bit earlier than where they are so so for instance if you are not reaching a th certain threshold of sales do you think it's not to expand into uh, other countries what's your thought on that yeah i mean if you have asked me about that probably three months ago, I would say yes, you need to reach a certain level. But I had a few panels recently with the partner, which is called Frisbee. You know, they, they do global expansion. Mm -hmm. and, and this is what we discussed in the panel that let's say I'll give an example. Let's say you are doing you have like a, you're selling a product in the USA mm -hmm. and you're, you're not doing great. But there is like some product research tools like Zonguru and other companies who can actually you can actually check your competition in Europe and in other mm -hmm. Amazon markets, for example. And you can see that what you're trying to do in the USA is not going to happen because the competition is fierce. But yeah. you have an opportunity, let's say, in France, in Australia, in some other markets which are not as competitive. So uh, to answer your question, I would have said that you need like half a million in sales if you're in USA or to go to Europe, but that's, mm -hmm. that's not totally right. Because if you think about it, a lot of big companies just prefer to sell in the USA, UK, mm -hmm. English speaking markets. They, they don't go to Europe because, I mean, it's Europe, a different language, which is a big mistake because you now Europe has a 700 million population. 400 of those are actually over 18. So if you're not doing that, I mean, you're crazy. And the great, the good thing is that you have the research tools that you can actually see. They're not 100% accurate, of course, but you can see where you have, you know, where you have like competitors, what is the competition, and you know, you can even see the initial investment that you would need to actually expand to those markets. So to answer the question, I mean, there, I mean, you can be even just starting, and you can do that because doing research is always good, even if you don't have a brand already.
Yeah, yeah, no, I, I quite, um, I'm with you on this. Some products may not be successful in English-speaking country, whether it's the US or UK or Australia, but they can be successful um, in Germany, France, and Italy. And uh, that's quite true. That's quite uh, true. Yeah, and, also, and j j just to add something, I'm sorry, I just, you just reminded me that, but the thing is, if you're having, if you have a brand in the USA, which mm -hmm. is successful there, Mm -hmm. and, and if you're not selling in Europe, you're crazy. You know that's for sure because US is the most competitive market. So if you're if you're actually on top of your game there, and you're just not going to Europe because I mean it's Europe. I mean then you need to obviously check yourself. I mean, you're missing it, a huge opportunity because yeah. it's easier here. And then also and also we got to highlight the fact that Amazon is not only the marketplace in Europe. You know, it's, uh, in the US, yes, Amazon is dominant and all that sort of thing. But Euro, in Europe, country-wise, there is a separate marketplace which is more dominant than Amazon. Um, we've got to look at that as well. Like, for example, Netherlands, we've got Bold.com, you know, and we've seen sellers selling much higher in Bold.com than Amazon across Europe. So, uh, so you work with a lot of European uh, platforms as well. So is there any other platform you think that's that's uh, not Amazon, of, of course, uh, other than Amazon, uh, is there any other platform that you see uh, that sellers are popular? Yeah, I mean, recently now we're seeing a huge increase for Shopify, which is not like a marketplace, it's like um, a platform, but, you know, we see the most demand for Shopify brands and they're trying to turn themselves into like in the next Amazon because they just acquired, I think, Deliver, was the name of the company so they're trying to yeah i obviously do the fba model but besides those in europe you know we have like c discount in france you know they're the second yeah. biggest so if you're selling in france you must obviously go to c discount as well so if you're go if you're actually selling in germany there's like uh, zawando auto kaufland mm -hmm. there is plenty mm -hmm. of like you said bow as well mm -hmm. if you're selling in eastern europe there is a, a marketplace called emac Mm -hmm. And obviously, no, they're more popular than Amazon, like Poland, for example, Allegro. You know, Allegro is actually more popular than Amazon in Poland, even though there is both of them. So it's always good to try different marketplaces because for the exact same reasons that we mentioned earlier for the Amazon mm -hmm. series, because yeah. if people are not selling there, it doesn't mean that it doesn't work. It's mm -hmm. because people sometimes don't like to make changes, you know, like... There is a saying, you know, if it works, don't fix it. So obviously some people just care that they'll fail, which is not a good thing, thing because you no, know, you're just missing the opportunity. So uh, and the other good thing about partnership is that there is now multiple companies in Europe which are specializing in omni-channel expansion. So I, I know several of those are partners of mine. So if you're new to the other marketplace, you know, there is companies who have been doing that for other Sellers, sorry, so they know how to work. They know the specifics of each market, and of course, they can help you out to do that and to test the waters in in those locations. Yeah, excellent. So I think it, it's good to, to have this conversation and open conversation about about helping sellers to expand in other countries. So, if somebody is to find you, Nick, um, so where is the best place to find you? Your email address. Any other ways yeah, to yeah, LinkedIn is the best place to find because I do a lot of stuff with partners. We, we we actually do a lot of events, webinars. 
with highlight partners and their services. So probably LinkedIn is the best place. And I'm going to send Prabhat to know obviously the information. He can share that with you. He's a partner. So you guys are going to get a discount. If you want to get VAT, we're giving away always uh, free VAT registration whenever I speak with partners. So just get in touch with me. Tell, tell us that tell us that you actually watched the the podcast and we're going to get the free registration which would help you to make a decision to move to europe so and if you're a service provider and if you want to do partnerships get in touch with me and we can talk partnerships then as well excellent excellent nick nice talking to you nick i'll speak to you soon all the best okay me too Take all the best bye bye, bye.